Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. Nuns? On the run? Now that's a religion I can get behind. Dan, what are we talking about this week? Well, Sister Philomena, we are talking about the 90s. Well, I guess it's not really a classic because it's it's kind of a film I'd never heard of. And it's not mega famous. It's not really got high ratings. No. Um, I'm, I'm not going to keep that up for the whole podcast. I can't do it. <laughs> we are covering, as you've said, nuns on the on run. run. I thought you ought to know. Exactly. Yeah. But did we ever find out they were Catholic, right? Well, uh, presumably. Assume. Yeah, because, well, yes. Robbie Coltrane's character is, he's Catholic, isn't he? That's true. That's how they kind of get by, because he's got a little bit of info. Anyway. Not that they're <laughs> particularly adept at it. Anyway, welcome to that damn film show. Again. Yes, hello, people. Hello. Hello, and, children. Uh, we are here with, as we've already said, nuns on the run. Yes. They're running. They're sort of nuns. And uh, it's an on-the-run film. Yeah, does what it says on the tin perfectly. Yeah. I mean, why is it an on-the-run film, then? Because it's nuns on the run. Because it's nuns <laughs> on the run. <laughs> but uh, before we do jump into anything quite as important and extra- extravagant <laughs> extravagant as nuns on I the run I prefer extravagant than oh, whatever you ex- said synopsisisation and extravagant you said yeah extravagant okay. yeah the Dan and Phil that damn film show dictionary yeah we'll release that we have two words in it <laughs> well technically there's a fourth but it's kind of a sentence because it's just get out yeah that's so. true but we can have our own like description for it. It's true. Maybe we could do that. Take words that already exist, but put our own <laughs> Get out. spin. The polite way to end a podcast. <laughs> uh, so as usual, our do- I don't care. I'll do it anyway because I don't know who did it last time. But the socials. I probably did last time. I'm pretty sure you did. We have facebook.com forward slash that damn film show. And Yo. Twitter.com forward slash damn film show. Uh-huh. Been a bit quiet this week, mostly because we forgot. <laughs> I meant to do a film of the week yesterday, and I forgot. And I meant to do trivia, and I forgot. But I remembered, and it's an interesting trivia, because it was about Chip and Sobbery, and I'm from sort of Chip and Sobbery. Yeah. Yate. I meant my, my Tuesday trivia. Oh, you're, you've got that too? I forgot that, yeah. I what, know. What is this? Amateur hour! <laughs> um, I've already said twitter.com forward slash damn film show, and there's also Instagram, that underscore... Wait, that damn film show with underscores in between each word. You'll find us. At the moment, I think we're Harrison Ford running towards the screen. Yes. On all of them, I think. On all of them. We have consistency across the board. And that's where Dan posts his uh, lovely picture trivia craziness. Yeah. Like you said, it's been a bit quiet, so I'll make up for it tomorrow with some jazzy jazzy posts. Wait, that means you can post about chipping Sobbery as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have plans. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Is chipping Sobbery just going to be like, me <laughs> my old house just four Im- like three images of you and one of chipping Sudbury, <laughs> and i'll photoshop you in a nun's costume or something sounds about right i expect that now you realize right oh god <laughs> anyway, oh <then>. god <laughs> it's very apt it is very apt should we uh yes i think it's over to you for synopsisization corner 
Yes. Which you are in a corner, so that kind of works. I'm in a corner. I can't get out. We're in a tight spot. Oh, no, wrong film. (laughs) What is time? (laughs) (laughs) So, Nuns on the Run. As you'd imagine, it is about nuns on the run, but they're not really nuns. No. Because... They're lying. They're a couple of gangsters. They are indeed. So you've got Eric Idle, who's Brian Hope, and Robbie Coltrane, who's Charlie McManus. No, no, no. He's he's Hagrid then. (laughs) (laughs) He's just grown his beard yet. He's Hagrid in every film. Pretty much. Yeah. It's just, just it's just a prequel or a sequel to the Harry Potter films. Oh god. Are we really going back to that again. <laughs> Did we ever stop? Is anything <laughs> not a connected universe? And well, that's what Disney wants. And <laughs> probably in some way deep level form, Disney probably open owns this film now. So Do you reckon they'll uh, so imagine if at some point they bought John Wick and then linked that to everything else that Disney owns. That would be so, so weird. John Wick within the MCU yeah. and Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. And then Keanu John Reeves Wick is probably going to... Exactly. And then John Wick's probably... John Wick? Keanu Reeves is probably going to be an MCU as well at some point. <laughs> so he'd be... A Titan um, himself. He'd be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'd but nowhere. Because he's a ghost. And he's there, he's gone. Even though it's Warner Brothers, I'm pretty sure they end up owning Warner Brothers at some point. So they'll own the Matrix at one point, so... Yes. You know. It Disney. could be a good thing. Disney own you and everyone you love, (laughs) (laughs) including the Disney Corporation. Ah. (laughs) Anyway, synopsisation, continue. Uh, Yes, so they're two, they're kind of like low-level gangsters. Uh, So at the start of the film, they're carrying out a bank heist. uh, And they work for a guy (laughs) who's played by an actor called Robert Patterson, which is really strange. Yeah, which is really weird, because it's not that Robert Patterson. No, and we don't think he's any relation. There's no information about him. You can't find anything about him online, either. It's very weird. He plays Case Casey. Case Casey. Case Casey. And he's on the case. Um, So he's basically their boss. So because they're kind of low-level thugs or mobsters, they're a little bit scared by him. Um, I don't know why, but I've just heard thug pugs in my head. And now pugs. I'm imagining a gangster film all about pugs. Well, that we'll do that. We'll do that at some point. Thug pugs. We'll, we'll get someone to make it just so we can review it. Well, I was in Exeter last week, and pretty much every dog I saw was sore. I didn't saw dogs. <laughs> every dog that I saw was a pug. <laughs> uh, were they thug pugs? Uh, they could have been. <laughs> it could have been. I don't know what they do with their spare time. Just go up to them and go, what, mate? <laughs> yep, you, uh... it's definitely a thug pug. <laughs> oh, thug pug. That's how you identify one. Do thug pug. <laughs> that needs to be part of the trivia now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, So basically, they're, if I'm getting this right, they're ordered by Case Casey. Case Casey. To rob the triads. Um, but instead very, of very, very stereotypical, oh triads, god, yeah, <laughs> it's a nineties film. We we'll have get to into that, that in a bit. Um, but yeah, they, they, that's the that's what they're tasked with doing, and to get this money from the triads. But instead of delivering it to Case Casey, they decide to take the money and split. <coughs> um, and basically, it all goes wrong, and. Case Casey's other henchmen figure out that's what they're going to do. But then the triads turn up and it's kind of like almost got a Richie style where the triads and uh, Case Casey's gang start shooting 
having a shootout and then that bloody shootout having a shootout and that gives um i can't even remember the names charlie and brian the, the, the kind of opportunity to, to escape um but also because there's police they go to the nearest place they can to hide which turns out to be uh, a, a, a nunnery? convent convent yeah, or a nunnery yeah um and then they basically steal some nuns' clothes, and the rest of the film is them dressed as nuns, trying to pass off as nuns, um, and they've got a plan to escape to Brazil. Mm. And there's also a love interest. There's a character um, called Faith um, that Brian meets, kind of just before everything goes wrong, mm. and then she kind of gets caught up with it. What's um, the actress's name for that? Cam- Camille Cordery. I, I recognise her from something else from similar aged films yeah she's been in a few things um i did attempt to watch doctor who when christopher eccleston was in it i think it's doctor who that i've seen yeah did you ever try and watch the christopher i watched the whole series of christopher eccleston i actually enjoyed him but she was rose's mum for some reason billy piper's mum with david tennant i really like david tennant as an actor and i liked the way he portrayed the character but everything around him i couldn't stand i couldn't stand him as well but i have since because I never used to rate him, but I have since found a lot of stuff he's been in really good. But yeah, I didn't like... I don't really like Doctor Who. No, so, no I, I think it's the fact that they're almost using the cheapness of it as like a running joke now. And it's mm. like, it used to be, when it was made back in the 60s, that was quite expensive. Now, they still go for that aesthetic style. And it's like, yeah, but this is one of the biggest TV shows in the world. It should have a massive budget like some of the other stuff BBC has. Yeah. It shouldn't still look this cheap. <laughs> I just don't like the way they pack so much into an episode and most of it because there's so much almost Star Trekian um, jargon that a lot of it is just the... Nonsense. This is why the Doctors get annoying because they're, they're so enthusiastic and they're like, we're going to go there and do this and do that. And it's just like... No, you want to have calm a, down a bit. Yeah, have pace. <laughs> I think that's why I kind of like Christopher Eccleston is he was a bit more slower paced and serious. Yeah. yeah, he's he downplayed it a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he was a bit more kind of down to earth. Um, you know, but nuns, nuns are on the run. But nuns, but nuns. I kind of feel like that we'll get into uh, the soundtrack, which is just sublimely nineties. <laughs> But I kind of feel like Linkin Park should have done the soundtrack. <laughs> Why? Because uh, Breaking the Habit. <laughs> Do you get it? The Habit. The Habit. Habit's a word for like a religious word for, you know, to to wear the habit. Breaking <laughs> the... I anyway. Mean, we, we, we could. I mean, Linkin Park didn't start until the it 2000s. It's such a tonal... <laughs> Matt, tell what we'll we'll, we'll re-edit it one day. <coughs> Linking link on the run. Well, when we start our YouTube video, that can be up there with um the Downton Files. <laughs> ah, the Downton Files. I have to upload that on this oh, channel. That's a classic. Gem, gem letters. Someone that. stole that for a while and then it got know, taken down, and mine said. got released. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll take it. It's because you're they couldn't beat you. Mine was it? far superior. Exactly. Anyway. Suppose we'll jump into the uh, old acting. Oh yeah. Start off with Eric Idle. Eric the half a B. Mr. Monty Python. Yes. Mr. Uh, nun, not nun running, because he's not a nun, but he's running and he's, he's dressed a like a lie. nun. He's a lie in a habit. He's a lie lion in a habit. <laughs> <laughs> is what I heard then. 
He's a lie in a habit because that's what the way it happens. I see. Breaking <laughs> the habit. Um, yeah. So yeah. he's pretty funny. He's good. He's really good. Um, I was a bit worried that. I mean, he's very funny, but I was worried maybe without the other pythons, mm. it, it he didn't. Might but, be a bit flat. But having Robbie Coltrane, they have a good chemistry and they bounce off each other very well. Also, Robbie Coltrane, the name, just sounds like, whoa, Coltrane, baby. Yeah. Just hear him doing that. Well, it's jazzy, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah. Anyway, Eric Idle. <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. He's great. He's got the kind of comic timing mm. of the that he did in Python um, and a lot of kind of great facial expressions. <clears throat> yeah. Like, um, he's just got a funny face. And when he's dressed up as none the, the thing is as well that they're not the most good-looking men but no. i think that adds to it because they've got they've <laughs> got funny faces and like you were saying with uh, brother rather they've got rubbery faces yeah so you put them in costumes that that you wouldn't <laughs> expect to see them in and it and that very much highlights their faces as yeah well. exactly um uh, i guess like out of the two characters as well because there there is there is a bit of character development in the in the respect that he he's more of a out of the two of them he's the softer one i would say yeah he he wants out basically yeah yeah Yeah. i mean they both want out but um charlie's a bit more kind of he he's a bit more carefree and he finds it harder to get rid of his gangster habits. Yeah. Um, so there's a few instances where he kind of slips up, whereas Brian's a bit more kind of yeah. determined and uh, kind of seeing it through um, to an extent. Where he's, he's still he's still a criminal, really. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still, still a bit of a bumbling idiot. They're both bumbling idiots, really. And his motivation for most of the film is the... What was the... Faith. faith, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, their their relationship is, I mean, kind of classic, kind of you know, you know, boy meets girl sort of thing. Yeah. But I did like how, I mean, they don't give her character Faith much development, but she's not <laughs> like a damsel in distress so much. No, she she was just a complete klutz because her glasses were. Yeah like everything yeah she can see a thing without her glasses including like knives right in front of her face the thing is it would be it would kind of fall into the stereotype of um dumb blonde but because everyone else is a moron i think it's kind of just the the thing of the yeah. film so because like even the other gangsters and the police the police yeah and some of the other nuns they're all kind of idiotic Idiots. <laughs> they had like the alcoholic nun and exactly uh, so it's yeah <laughs> it's um i think it gets away with that in that respect because she's just another character who's a bit of a bumbling fool pretty much like every character yeah <laughs> and ev- everyone could have just bumbles into each other in this film really <laughs> yeah that's kind of the way it goes um <clears throat> and also eric idol is very funny dressed up as a woman yeah, um, I don't know why he pulled it off better than Eric Idle. I thought. I mean, he, oh, it was. Oh, I said Eric Idle. No, you said Robbie Coltrane. No, I didn't. I said Eric Idle. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I just pretty sure I did. Coltrane. 
We'll play that back on the tape later. <laughs> well, I what, thought... Are we in a court? I, I thought Robbie Coltrane pulled off being a nun better than he did. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, nice. Because nice. I thought it, it was just... I don't know, something about his like big round face like crammed into that little bit. Yeah. Also, he that. has the... Um, so there's a scene where uh, a priest is... Um, he's got a reputation for being a bit handsy and flirting with the nuns. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird in itself. And he's, he get, it develops an affection for Brian. Um, but Charlie gets all kind of judgmental of him and um, starts reprimanding him. Oh, yeah. And he does kind of come across as like a, a older uh, <laughs> female nun. Yeah. Like, well, fe- they're, they're all female. But like he he gets very matriarchal and it, it, is, it is very genuine <laughs> he pulls it off very well so i see what you mean there i uh i must must admit every time anyone says the word priest i can always just instantly hear matt berry's voice in my head from priest. my speak priest <laughs> every time every single time every i hear time. the word it's really yeah. weird um but yeah I, eric idol was very good i thought robbie coltrane was just as good uh he was really funny throughout and it, a lot of the physical humor from him was really good. I almost feel like he would suit being in Monty Python. I might, maybe he was in some of it. I haven't seen much Monty Python. I don't think so. I feel he like was, he would have worked. He was doing comic strips. So the same sort of time, a bit later, um, there was comic strip, which was like uh, Rick Mel, Aid Edmondson. Oh, no. Um, Never heard Dawn of French, Jennifer Saunders. Have you not heard no, of no. Five Go Mad and Dorset? It's like a piss take of Famous Five. I don't think so. Oh, they're brilliant. But they, <laughs> they did like films, but they're like TV films. Okay. Um, but they did loads and a lot of them were parodies. Um, and Robbie Coltrane's in a few of them. So he dresses up as a, as a woman in Five Go Mad and Dorset. He serves them ice cream. It's like this... <laughs> And he's just wearing a wig and a dress. Um, <laughs> so he dresses up as a woman and something else. Yeah, they it? both do. This is the this <laughs> is the great the time. thing. Like, not only I mean, it would be funny with any comedians, but they seem to have a knack for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> they seem to do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, Maybe they're developing a method acting, Maybe. which is just for dressing up as women. If they if they come out and have a sex change or something, I think that'll prove a lot. <laughs> then yeah. they can do nuns on the run. Without it being ironic. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I know actually I'll go into that later because it's a little bit spoilery. Mm. It's not, there isn't really spoilers in this, no. but it's, I don't want to give it away because it's, it's a funny, funny kind of punchline. Yeah. Um, beyond that, what other actors worth mentioning? Uh, the woman who played Faith, she was good. Yeah. Faith, uh, yeah, Camille. Again, someone I felt like that may have even been in Monty Python, but feels like she could have easily worked in it. Yeah, she was almost like like a carry-on character. Yeah. Like um, a bit like Barbara Windsor from the old carry-on films. Mm. Um, but I this gets a lot of comparisons I've, I've kind of briefly read to the carry-on films. Mm. And it is a little bit, but I don't think it's as... It's not as... Um over the top yeah it's not as out of date as the carry-on films yeah <laughs> yeah the carry-on films so there there are a few sequences where <laughs> uh the the nuns have to like educate younger women hmm. and there's like a shower scene oh yeah um, that's very carry-on i swear anything eric idol has a 
a nudity scene in it. Pretty much everything oh, I've the, seen him in. Yeah, the pythons were great for yeah. him. But um, but that's very carry on. But I feel like the the script is just it is better than a carry on film. Mm. Like, cause there's some, there is some really funny lines. Like it's, I don't think it's as good as like the Python work no. or other stuff either of them have done. But it was funnier than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, there were uh, there were more laughs than I expected. I mean, this was semi supposed to be our is it is probably going to be pretty bad kind of film. yeah exactly. But it's ended up being alright. <laughs> I thought I thought like the jokes landed yeah. and there's some um, similar to Life of Brian. There's uh, some really good kind of satirical and i guess yeah i guess be satirical commentary on religion um there were some like lines that i thought oh no that's a really quip quippy good line like it sounded like something life of brian-esque which is kind of pointing out some of the uh ridiculousness of religion yeah yeah it did do quite a lot of that which did actually make me think of the question why are nuns only women well, like, is that like a male equivalent? I guess, like vicars and priests. I guess so. Yeah. Interesting. But um, monks, because monks are supposed to be celibate, aren't they? As well. But <laughs> he blinked just like they're washing his face aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do that sometimes. David Palmer's coming to the room again. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, the the woman who played Faith was very good. Uh, I thought, yeah, she she had a lot of the kind of slapsticky humor with yeah. like falling over. And there's not too much of a spoiler because it only lasts like ten seconds. But there's a bit where the triads kidnap her, and she doesn't understand why. And yeah, they just hold a knife at her, and she's like, "Well, I can't bloody see it, can I?" And they hold it slightly closer, and she just goes, "Okay, here you go. Here's the information." And she just just let, gets let go. I thought it's such a good way of doing it because it's like, oh. They're gonna have to try and save her or something, and it's like, no, no, she just gets thrown out. Yeah, there are some nice little touches to the film, um, and uh, some like they keep the the jokes that they do are like long running jokes. Yeah, um, I suppose beyond faith, it's just the two gangs, the triads and the Case Casey's gang. Yeah, I don't know what that gang's called, but it was funny because they had, they had the massive bloke. The guy who I swear continuously had like a death stare. Oh yeah, a razorhead kid. Yeah. Razorhead, a razorhead kid. Yeah, well, yeah, I, he has. Yeah, I can tell you he's, he's got the got hair the of a razor kid. Yeah. Um, and then the inc- incredibly stereotypical triads. It was kind of funny, but still. Yeah. Was, there's a bit where they're just going, hoi, 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 just like backflipping and shit. It's like what? <laughs> well, I was uh, saying to you, wasn't I, that one of the guys I recognised. And he was talk- talking in, you know, oh, yeah. stereotypical Chinese accent. But I've seen him in an episode of Father Ted, and he's a scouser. <laughs> so they are just deliberately playing it up. Um, uh, but it's, I mean, it's a product of its time. And c- comedy pushes the boundaries. Yeah. I think as long as you don't go too overboard. I mean, it's like this thing where they, they ban that episode of 40 Towers, the Germans episode. Oh, yeah. It's and like, it's like what's, I mean, that it's, it's not part of mean time. spirited. Like, the whole point is that they're self aware. John Cleese knows what he's doing. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't actually hate the Germans. It's his character. Yeah. I think, um, um, 
a lot a lot of shows don't like the old Looney Tunes cartoons and the old Mickey Mouse cartoons. There's a lot of racial depictions in them that obviously today are not acceptable, but they leave them on there and have a message at the start saying this is what it was like at the time. Yeah, yeah. we should learn from it, and yeah. that's a better way of doing it. You know, like some things just aren't okay to do anymore, which it makes sense they weren't okay to do back then, but like. Comedy like still that, a, comedy yeah. is still offensive today. Oh yeah, I mean, if, like, I think um, Madison and Trey Parker have. I, I'm pretty sure it's a like quote of theirs, but either everything's okay to make fun of or nothing is. Yeah, because otherwise, where there is, you can't like draw the line halfway. Yeah. So, because otherwise, how do you decide what is okay to make fun of? And and <laughs> probably like in this and like South Park, they don't kind of just focus on one demographic or, mm. or or particular celebrity like they'll just go for everyone and do a little bit on each i swear they have made fun of every possible community you can think of yeah but they don't like <laughs> continuously target one mm. which would then become like well actually they kind of continuously pick on the fact that kyle's jewish but at the same yeah, time yeah true <laughs> true at the same time it's quite subtle and but isn't yeah. isn't um well, not subtle. Are they Jewish? One of them's Jewish, surely. I imagine so. I know they're both Canadian. That's all I remember. Yeah. And yet, they're both Canadian, yet the depiction of Canadians is fucking, like, hilariously stereotypical, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, other actors, well, I think that's pretty much it, really. Yeah, there's, um, there's not really any standout performances because it's kind of one of those films where everyone's just it's just funny little bits like yeah funny little performances like robert this robert patterson yeah not robert, plays not case rob bat battinson no as he will now be known as he's got this guy's got a ridiculous <clears throat> voice um and i think that i don't know if he's putting it on but there's definitely a humor to his performance because mm. he's he's supposed to be intimidating but he's not really but then it's not he's that a bit sort of, of film. A weed, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's got a bit of a death stare. Yeah, like he looks a bit mental, but but his bouncer is definitely scarier than he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's that's kind of the point, isn't it? It's there's not really any real threat. No, like I don't think yeah, you know, there was any point where I was worried for the characters. Or <laughs> no, got... you always knew how it was going to end. Yeah, and it never got too serious because it, it's a light-hearted romp, basically. Yeah. Um, and and if you call a film nuns on the run, and ha- and this setup, like I think if you tried to play it straight, it unless you're doing terrible. a f- unless you're doing a fat man, it's going to be disastrous. Oh yeah, like, Fat Man. Yeah, it's still a great film. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing! A Christmas classic. Yeah, or soon to be Christmas classic. It will. I'll be watching it every Christmas. <laughs> Alongside Die Hard, Die Hard 2. And the 50 other Christmas films Star Wars Christmas exist. Special. Wait, no, not no. Star Wars Christmas Special. No. I think that is a, a situation. Uh, the Star Wars Christmas Special is something I would only ever watch again if I lost a very bad bet. Mm. And I will never bet that. <laughs> so, uh, the other thing I like about Nuns on the Run is uh, kind of the aesthetic to it. Um, because it's before I was born, but I don't know about you, but with a lot of stuff I had growing up, I was watching videos and stuff of older stuff. Mm. So 
a lot of my memories are of early 90s anyway oh yeah early 90s late 80s yeah yeah pretty much uh, the same and and you know certain things like cars and styles stuck around quite long anyway until like the late 90s mm. um so it's got a nostalgia tint to it um I, ju- I just enjoy 90s films like how ridiculous yeah. there's quite a range of 90s films especially in and in quality like camera quality in general some mm. films look like they're still using 80s cameras and other films looks like they've hit the hd generation almost yeah yeah this this is qu- it's not really low quality but there no. are there are some shots where the lighting's definitely not it's great definitely done on a budget that's yes. sure, a cheap budget yeah but it's not the sort of film that needs a big no. budget um, It'd be kind of weird if it had one. Yeah, and some of the kind of... Oh, it's a bit where... Uh, it doesn't give me away, but Faith gets like shot in the arm, but it's like a flesh wound. Oh, yeah. And she um, just goes, ow. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't look no. realistic, really. Um, yeah, it's it's got a bit of a home video quality to mm. it. Um, <clears throat> but again, that's what I kind of find endearing because it's it's all just quite just just night of its time light fun um and some the the performances are already humorous mm. uh yeah and there's, there's like the setup of them being in a convent or a nunnery does have some brilliant situational comedy yeah um it gives them gives them leeway to do a lot with that um like the shower room so like there's a bit where uh, Brian has to lead a class talking about oh, God. Oh yeah, and he's like, well, Eric Idle himself does, isn't really a fan of religion, is he? Well, none. He knows all the Pythons it. are a bit critical. Yeah, I mean, they're probably probably some of them are religious because I mean, they some of the most lot. critical people of religion are religious. So, mm. I mean, it's like because that's the point of Charlie's character. He's Catholic. Yeah, but he's a gangster, and he knows all this stuff because he. <coughs> When they're in they're in these situations where they have to pretend to be the nuns, yeah. So uh, Brian's relying on Charlie to tell him what he knows about Catholicism, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he's he he even Charlie doesn't seem like he actually is very religious at all. Yeah, even though he is Catholic, he doesn't seem to um, actually. He, he seems doubtful himself. Um, yeah. This is a brilliant sequence where they're talking about how I think it's Jesus is like what is it? It says as he's like a soul, a fish, and something, oh, and a, a spirit, a, a, spirit, a spirit, a ghost, and a fish. Fish, a spirit, of, uh, a ghost, and a dove. I think it was right. And yeah, and he's, he's like, all free. He is the spirit. He is the ghost, and he is the dove. And then there's a woman in the class who just kind of ex- loops him round, and he's just like. I don't I don't know, right? And his first ends the class and runs out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's pretty it was a good film. It's it's good good watch. Uh it's not exactly a masterpiece or like a cinemato- cinematography or anything is worth no. mentioning. But the, the music's catchy. Yeah. Uh it's it's and it goes with it fits the style. Yeah. Because it's it's not funny music, but it's because they had like a a nineties buddy cop duo bit at one point didn't they yes i think in the so. car chase i think it was car chase yeah with the cops and it's got like that wow wow oh bit. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's some brilliant little moments in this film um i think that's pretty much it really yeah i'm trying to think of what else there is to say about it 
it's <clears throat> it's surprisingly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, for a film called Nuns on the Run. And some people probably do think it's not that good and it's bad, but I mean, I think I've seen. I went in with very low expectations, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think some some of the some new comedy films are, are a lot weaker than this. Oh yeah, because there there there's the tendency, especially in American comedy, when it's it, there's that very generic humor. Mm. Like I actually think Adam Sandler is quite a good actor. Yeah, he's done I've seen some him in some good films. That prove that, but the lot you know <clears throat> a lot of the like kind of last 10 years of his oh films. yeah his netflix generation fucking terrible and melissa mccarthy again she's actually very good actress and she's oh, yeah, very funny film you were watching yeah can you forgive me yeah and she's very funny person but some of those films are just lowest possible common denominator yeah. joke sort of thing yeah yeah and uh not that funny this is actually funny yeah it's quite original yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good setup their their performances are very good. I mean, they're on top form of what they're doing. Mm. I think I think Robbie Coltrane is more a physical performance. Yeah, he does a lot with his face, and Eric Idle uses his voice quite funnily. Hopefully, someone can edit this so instead of having the the nun sort of top bit on, it's just Hagrid's face. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <clears throat> oh, I, I we do need to mention the Chip and Sobbery thing as well. So yeah, that was strange. That was so weird. So yeah, um, they go. Oh, so we understand that your your transfers from the Chipping Sobbery um something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was I have no idea if it's real. And I lived in Chip and Sobbery for two and a half years and Yate for fucking like twenty five. So would have noticed it at some point but yeah it's just very random because it's set in london they're from london literally like the other side of the country from them almost exactly it's probably just because this the name sounded funny yeah chipping sobby does sound pretty and dumb. it's it's like a quintessential british name it's a very british place isn't mm. it like chipping sobbery like you know there's pretty so much. many little weird named towns in britain i think any uh town name with chipping in it sounds a bit funny yeah sorry to any listeners who living somewhere called chipping <laughs> chipping chips They're all... oh my god there's gotta be a place called chipping chips chipping chips up north oh not my headphones on knock your head off mate <laughs> well the gangsters uh well uh, there is one spoiler well we're, we're about to go into spoilers yeah, yeah. well i'll say but we've it. we've got a We'll get someone on. We have. Also, yeah. interesting enough, this film is um, produced by George Harrison. Oh, the yeah. Beatles. Randomly. Yeah. I think he did he produce quite produce a lot films. of films. Because he had a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think he was quite a patron of creative arts as well. He mm. liked to kind of give back to, like, fund kind of creative stuff. They probably all do, to be honest. Yeah. When you've got that much money, you well, just want to make more money. still alive anyway. <coughs> Hmm. Yeah. Well then, who's going to be our mystery guest this week, Dan? Oh, well, uh, we'll have to find out. Well, I hope it's not a beach ball again, because you mean, know it, it might be because I haven't moved the beach balls. Oh dear, this is going to be another Jeff where he just will, keeps turning up. Will it be you, <laughs> another Jeff? Yeah, just hanging oh. around. Well, I can't remember who Jeff is. Goldblum. Oh yeah, yeah. He's never left. Well, he did leave. He's still on the run. Should probably exactly. catch up with him at some point. Find out what he's been doing. We will, my friend. Doing some running of some kind, I'm assuring. Yeah. Um, maybe it's going to be Blink. 
thing. You can be a mystery guest. But he's he's sat there still and somehow behind the curtain. <laughs> That'd be creepy. And right, my cat is just multiplying. Well, then you'd have multiple cats. Oh, he's That's making true. a move. Right, mystery guest in three, two, one. Activate. It's a beach ball. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that again. None. <laughs> no, it's none. Thank you, Mr. Guest. Whoever you may have been this week, because we've totally already decided. Indeed. We plan. He decided because I... <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We get Hagrid. I'll come back to you. <laughs> Hagrid's not real. You mean Robbie Coltrane? No, I just get Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we can bring in characters as well. Wait, haven't we done that multiple times? <laughs> yeah, but th- there's an actor behind it. We get them in the studio. Oh, yeah, we do. Which right, we yeah. film we'll in a Hagrid. studio. Wait, you're telling me Hagrid's not real? Anyway, we best move on to the spoilers. <laughs> They've just crushed his hopes and dreams. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you indeed. And enjoy the spoilers if you're staying for them. Yeah, Spoilers. but if you don't want none of that, uh, then better be trot. on better run on <laughs> the <laughs> nuns. No, run on sense. the nuns. That'd be definitely a different film. Anyway, uh, spoilers. <laughs> the ending was hilarious. Yes, that's <laughs> what I I didn't want to give it away to people who haven't seen it. Mm. So they're nuns for a good portion of 90 percent of the yeah. film so they they sometimes change in and out of the costume um but then they end up getting chased around a hospital um so they inevitably dress up as nurses <laughs> dress up as nurses the next day. so that's funny mm. in itself so i thought oh okay they've done it again um so you know they these two actors Wacky clearly bastards. like dressing up as women um <laughs> but then it, they so they all escape um, get and to the airport their plan to go to brazil is a success Mostly. with the added addition that faith has come with them the problem is, is the cops show up just before they're about to get their tickets and say don't accept if you get anyone asking for tickets for these people don't let them on the plane yeah so faith gets on the plane instead with the tickets <laughs> and then who shows up as the air stewardesses <laughs> you know it who <laughs> oh yeah two <laughs> completely different people uh yeah and then it literally ends with the, what was the line they say oh god uh champagne i think they say yeah champagne and then it just ends with a shot of them being like and in that classic 90s fashion it's just straight freeze frame credits. yeah like there's there's nothing else <laughs> no after credit scene setting up the next film yeah well this film as well doesn't drag out the comedy no like because it it is funny, um, <clears throat> but there's only so much you can do with that mm. premise. So they've got like, you know, they've got the initial setup, everything going wrong, and then they've got a few bits happening in the convent. So they're, you know, um, Brian has to teach class. Um, Charlie ends up in the shower. Room. Oh yeah, and teaching basketball. Oh yeah, he's teaching them basketball. Uh, there's there's that nun with the alcohol problem and then obviously the gangsters and the triads come back into it so there's things going on but like you can only do that for so long yeah um it would start to tire after a while but it's a fairly short film doesn't have a Um, sequel 
doesn't have I, as far as i'm aware mm. um that would be hilarious if it did probably terrible it would probably be terrible but yeah um Beyond so that i mean there wasn't anything else spoilery in it really no no i just didn't want to say it because i think yeah. if you want to watch it for the first time it's quite a bit. nice little uh, ending <laughs> ending surprise the fact they do it twice as well is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, how can we make this even more ridiculous? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's about it. I, th- I think we can probably wrap it up there, that's Sister right. Philomena. Sister Philadelphia Herbs and Cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Yes. I've been it's Phil. Been a pleasure. And I've been Dan. And the cat here has been Blink. Don't say anything then. I swear he used to meow all the time. Now he never meows. <laughs> Silence. And uh, how are we gonna how are we gonna sign this one off? I'd just like to say because you know I'm a devout non-believer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll be in our thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs>